You're visiting your mom and notice she looks a little disheveled. She says she's been bathing, but you know there's no way. Or you look in the refrigerator and there's nothing there. You ask yourself, has she been eating? I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and these are signs your mom may need some assistance. So this week, we're talking all about assisted living. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Hi, and welcome to the show. So no one wants to visit their mom or dad and find that things aren't going well. This usually means an uncomfortable conversation and making probably some unwanted plans. But let's say you've been through that initial conversation and now you want to know what to expect from a standalone assisted living community. How do you even know that that's what you need? Well, just like we talked about last week, it's actually really difficult to know if you're calling the right community for what you do need. We hear of a lot of families that call skilled nursing facilities when they really just need an assisted living. We're actually going to talk more about skilled nursing next week. But let's get started on assisted living. So assisted living communities are designed to help seniors with what we call activities of daily living, or ADLs. This includes showering, assistance in the bathroom, assistance dressing, walking, and getting in and out of bed. Some assisted living communities are actually able to provide a very high level of care that even includes the use of mechanical lifts for those that are unable to bear weight, getting from their bed to a wheelchair, for example. So here's what you can expect from most assisted living only buildings. There is a staff on board to help your loved one. This staff is usually comprised of caregivers who are CNAs, med techs for managing the medications, usually there's an RN or an LPN, and sometimes the nurses are there during business hours, five days a week, and sometimes they're there 24-7. Having this level of staffing can be really great for recognizing those increased care needs before they become an unsafe situation. They're going to do an assessment working with the doctor's information and other information that you give them, and they're going to create what's called a care plan. And this is basically a roadmap for all of those caregivers in terms of how they should be caring for your loved one. They should be ensuring that your mom or dad is as independent as possible for as long as possible, as opposed to doing everything for them. But ultimately, you are the best one to advocate for your loved one. So if something doesn't seem right, address it with the staff right away. And sorry about that motorcycle we just heard. (laughs) Okay, so most assisted living communities are also going to come equipped with some sort of call system, like a life alert, a, a button that alerts the staff that your mom or dad need help. In fact, if you already have a life alert and for whatever reason you want to continue to use that, just be sure that it's routed to the community staff because they can get there quicker. (laughs) So some communities also have in-home care and physical therapy right in the community. So if for 
any reason, maybe recovering from a surgery and they need even more help, it can be taken care of right on site. As for the other amenities, because this setting requires that residents need extra assistance, the apartments don't usually have stoves and some don't even have full-sized refrigerators. This is actually an important point to consider. Can your loved one safely access that smaller refrigerator? I've seen them on the floor before, and I wouldn't even want to be bending over getting something out of that small refrigerator. And also, will your loved one want just a microwave? Are they okay with that? Most communities do provide that microwave, by the way. And they usually include all meals and snacks, so having a stove may not be that important. But just in case, sometimes there's an activity room with a full-size stove and oven for families to use so you don't have to give up holiday cookie baking with grandma. Speaking of activities, there are usually a wide range of outings and activities to choose from, and most should have fully accessible transportation for all off-site activities and shopping. Some have pools, personal trainers, exercise equipment, libraries, game rooms, and I actually think I forgot to mention some of those from last week's episode on independent living. So there are usually so many different opportunities for having that living space outside of your apartment if you do choose a smaller apartment. The apartments vary in terms of size, and usually there are more one bedrooms and studios available than two bedrooms. A studio isn't going to have a door that closes off a bedroom area. Also, like we talked about last week, I've seen couples rent side-by-side apartments to create their own larger living space. Usually in assisted living, they also don't have washers and dryers actually in the apartments. They have laundry rooms. Now, they have full housekeeping, and part of housekeeping is to do the towels and the linens, but you're still going to have that personal laundry. So what they usually have are laundry rooms that are available for your loved one to do their own laundry, or it can be added to that care plan that we talked about at the beginning of the episode, and the staff can do their personal laundry for them as well. One really important side note is that you can still help if you want to. Many families use the community's laundry room to do their loved one's laundry for them or even manage medications. Not only can this save a little bit of money, but it helps you stay involved in their care. Some families we work with want to stay involved and some don't. It's totally up to you. Remember, this is your loved one and you're a part of this journey too. So again, When looking for any senior living community, it's important to start with what you know you want, your deal breakers. And in the case of assisted living, it's helpful to have a good idea of what activities of daily living your mom or dad needs help with. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and please share so we can hopefully help make this experience a little more doable for everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable. 